1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's a Red Sox review. Here's Brian Barrett
2: on WEEI.
1: All right, welcome in. a much needed win for the Red Sox? They clinch a series win over the Houston Astros. Nice to have that Devers guy back in the lineup, huh? Dropping bombs left and right. Love it to see Raphael Devers going deep there. 2-1 game. Crawford was absolutely outstanding in this one. Give Sowell Moore credit, a guy that ordinarily has trouble commanding the strike zone. He was really good today. Houck was masterful. Davis was not very good, but Houck was able to clean that mess up at the eighth inning in the Red Sox. Clinch a series win over the, over the Houston Astros When There's a lot going on with this team right now. And by the way, before we get into everything that happened at the trading deadline, if you're just joining us, unfortunate news today, Vince Scully, it was just announced that he passed away at the age of 94 best, one of the best broadcasters to ever do it, and unfortunately passed away today at the age of 94. So we will get into the trading deadline and everything that transpired from a Red Sox perspective, but before we go any further, let's hear what the manager had to say, Alex Cora.
0: He got a lot of fastballs again here, right? Um, the first up bad. he got three or four, he's on a miss, now he got two, hit the double and then uh that was a great bat took the fastball three changes in a row and they went back with the fastball and he said he said he missed it uh, i don't know i don't know if he missed it but uh it's a good feeling a good win he played great defense too and um overall a good baseball game you know clean baseball game and um you know we it was fun to come here and, and win a series
3: well, the talk of trade deadline, you get Devers back, you'll have Hill back pitching, walkie getting soon. What do those guys mean to your hopes this summer?
0: I mean, um, we're two games back, so, you know, we have a good baseball team that he has to work, and we're going to get healthy, you know, and it's not only Rafi and Rich, it's Kike and it's, it's Trevor, you know, and Barnsey and uh, Strami. you know. There's a lot of guys that are banged up, but, you know, I think, you know, getting... Arroyo back has helped, you know. uh, In the infield, Yolmer has done an amazing job defensively. And I've been saying all along, we play good defense, we're going to be fine. That's the way you win at the big league level. And, uh, you know, the last few days, we've been good. Is that okay? Yeah, just uh, just a day. Uh, It was either today or tomorrow. And he decided today, so, um, you know, we gave him the day. He'll be ready for for tomorrow.
3: For all the focus on, you know, the team's struggles against... AL East teams, you're four and one against, you know, the team that is the defending AL champ and has the second best record in the league. What, what do you think it is about this matchup?
0: There's a lot. Uh, you know, we have been playing against each other for what it, what it really means since 2017, and um, you know, we respect them. You know, they're really good at what they do, and. Uh, I know they respect us you know uh, it's always intense regardless of if it's April or or August or or in October and last year you know we were one pitch away in 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 game five uh, you know and a few outs away from from winning that game and um, it didn't happen and uh, but it's always cool to play them obviously there's a lot of stuff a lot of history I always say I have some good friends over there, you know, Yuli and Machete, uh, Alex and and now Christian, (laughs) yeah, but uh, it is, I mean, they're so good at what they do and and it just is fun to play them. What
3: was that like having Christian
0: up there in the Yeah, I'm like, bro, you know, like in the eighth or ninth, uh, it seems like the last month and a half, he always gets a hit. Mm -hmm. And then he takes that slider like he knew it was coming. I was like, no, please, not here. You know, we don't need this. But uh, Tanner was really good. He was really good. He made some pitches. Um, you know, we were kind of like a little short in the bullpen. No wit, no no Shriver. And, um, you know, AD there and you know, Alvarez is probably the best hitter in baseball right now. But drawable the other way. He got uh, Tucker out with a good pitch. And then, you know, Tanner was really good for us. How big was Cutter? He was he was really good uh, you know it doesn't he didn't start the, the way we wanted they came out swinging as, as they always do but he was able to slow it down and make some pitches start mixing up pitches and um, he gave us six and um, you know the other day he was making fun of me the next day after after he started you know like how you feel today he's like i'm good i only threw 65 pitches and uh today we needed him to go deeper and and he was really good he's been outstanding for us i know that
3: there was a lot going on today, obviously but just just the feeling of having Rafi back in the lineup. I mean, how much different
0: a feeling is that? Uh, and Tommy, and Tommy, you know, he put a good swing. He scores from first. Just another athlete, which is good. He hit the ball hard. Um, they, they they, do a great job from the mound. You know, they they, they pitch. And uh, to have those guys in the lineup, you know, um, we, we do believe we're better. Bobby put some good at-bats today. Again, Arroyo really swinging the bat well. So, little by little, we find our stride. and. Um, like I said, you know, three games is three games. You know, uh, now I think it's two. And there's a lot of people there. But, you know, one thing for sure, you know, last, last year, going into the last game of the season, there were four teams there. And we were the one that advanced. And uh, we made some noise in October. So we, we trust the team. We trust this group. Been there, done that. And now we just got to play good baseball for two and a half months.
1: All right, that was the manager, Alex Corr, after the game. If you want to react to anything, he said certainly can at 617 779 the number, and if you want to react to what happened at the trading deadline, certainly can weigh in on that as well at 617 779 As for this game, huge to get Devers back. I like what you saw with Fam out there. I told you last night, Fam is a fine player. I just wish that this is the type of move they made prior to the season. He's a good defensive outfielder. I mean, that play that he can't make the play on, that's Duran's ball. Duran's going to step up and make that play. But we all know Duran is an absolutely atrocious fielder. I thought Duran's comments after the game last night were, quite frankly, idiotic. Let Bogarts, let Nathan Evaldi, let J.D. Martinez speak for the team. You should not be speaking for the team with some of the crap that you've done so far this season, getting picked off first base, not running after a ball, and your minus five defensive run saved. In center field, don't say anything. Let the leaders of the team say that stuff. You should not be saying that to ESPN. But anyway, he's going to make that play out there. He was unable to do so. But Crawford was outstanding once again. He has been really good for this team. And if you were looking at the young pitchers within this organization, nobody picked Crawford to be the guy that has been by far the best, but his cutter was outstanding tonight. That was by far his best pitch. If you take his called strikes... And his swinging strikes, it adds up to 50% with that particular pitch, which is just incredible. He had a nasty backdoor cutter to Alvarez to strike him out to end an inning. He was tremendous tonight. And then Hauk was great as well. I thought, Hauk, that was a mess that he came into. Davis did not have it whatsoever. It feels like Davis's best role is like as an opener. When he's an opener, the guy's unbelievable. Anything other than an opener, I'd never trust the guy. As a reliever, his walk rate is north of 10%, which is never good. It's about 122nd out of 165. You don't want to see that guy. I don't feel confident with that guy coming out of the bullpen. But as we transition into the trading deadline, I just look at it from Heimblum's perspective. And one of the two guys that he traded for Christian Vasquez better work out. Because who knows what the situation is going forward this year with the catcher position. I know Ploiecki threw a guy out tonight. But he throws changeups down to second base. I mean, that guy has no arm whatsoever. So at some point, is it going to be Connor Wong that comes up? Because Reese McGuire, this is a guy that got caught, of course, pulling the goalie in his car. I'm not kidding. Guy was jerking off in his car and he got caught. Public masturbation was arrested for it, right? But anyway, my point being is this guy is a soft hitting catcher. He can frame balls. You're losing something at the plate in terms of what Vasquez brings to this team. Vasquez has been a really good hitter for this team really since the start of May. He's hit just south of three hit, a 300. So based on everything else the Red Sox did, right, if you look at what they did, they brought in a legitimate major league first baseman. Now, I'll get into Hosmer in greater detail. He's not having a good season whatsoever, but he is a professional first baseman. He's not Franchi Cordero, and he ain't Bobby Dahlback. So that is a good thing to see in Franchi already down in Worcester. See you later, man. Go strike out down there. We don't want to watch you strike out up here anymore. So go down to Worcester and strike out. So at least you got a professional first baseman. The Red Sox needed that. I like the addition of Fam. My big point with that, and I told you yesterday, I wanted Fam or somebody like Fam to be here before the season. Now, Fam isn't a great everyday player, but he definitely hits the ball hard. Hard hit rate is north of 46%. You look at some of the numbers on Fam. He had a rocket tonight, 110 miles per hour. Off the bat, he's the type of guy that absolutely mashes against lefties and or hits for average. I mean, I don't want to say mash. He hits for average against lefties. And he does have a hard hit rate, as I said, north of 46%. And if you look at how he sort of adds up with this team right now, the only guys that have more hard hit balls on the season than Fam, Rafael Devers, Alex Verdugo, and Xander Bogarts, that's it. So he does make a lot of loud contact, which is a good thing. But here's the other thing that the Red Sox didn't do. Now, maybe the hope is Rich Hill can go in the bullpen. Maybe Waka pitches out of the bullpen. Because remember, Hill was originally supposed to be the starter tomorrow. Now it appears Bayo is. I wouldn't be shocked if it's a situation where we see maybe Hill as the bulk guy and Bayo start the game or the reverse of that. Although I really liked Bayo in that bulk role the other day. So maybe now the idea is, okay, we're going to keep the young kids up here. Winkowski, Bayo, definitely, obviously, Crawford, but we're going to keep those guys up here and see if we can be more flexible with the pitching staff, whether it's Waka coming out of the bullpen when he comes back, whether it's Hill coming out of the bullpen, one of those guys, because we clearly saw tonight, this team is short somebody from the left side. Walkman, and thank God that guy's gone, but Walkman is now pitching for Chicago. By the way, he didn't walk anybody tonight, shockingly, in his debut. But then you look at it like Davis, I never trust that guy because he doesn't throw strikes all the time. His numbers against left-handed hitters are great, but you saw what happened tonight. Now, Alvarez, one of the best players in the sport, but he puts one off the wall the opposite way to left center field. That guy always worries me when he's on the mound. So you really don't have a good guy to just go out there and get lefties, just a traditional lefty-lefty matchup guy. Strom's okay. He's not great either, and he's still dealing with an injury. So I look at this club, and I feel like, okay, they're still short in the bullpen. We'll see what Alex Cora can do with the guys that he's been given. I'm not overly impressed with the first baseman that you added, but it's better than nothing. And look, this is a gift for the Red Sox. Let's be real. They didn't have to pay anything, basically, to bring on a guy like Eric Cosmore. Instead of going after like a real, legitimate first baseman, they took the cheapest option, which was Eric Cosmer. This team, certainly, there is an improvement when it comes to the outfield. There is an improvement when it comes to the first base situation. Of course, you get Devers back. But I still feel like Bloom didn't do enough in the offseason. And you weren't going to be able to address all those things at the trading deadline. So it is interesting to me to see most of these guys remaining with the exception of Christian Vasquez. And like I said, my point with Vasquez is this. One of those two guys better pop. Because then what was the freaking point of this? When you're right there, you're going for it other than Vasquez, right? You added. You added Fam, You added Eric Hosmer. So you're going for it outside of the move with Vasquez. So the 28th and the 29th prospect in the... Astros organization one of them both of them have big time power numbers but one of those guys better work out long term because what you essentially said by not trading JD not putting Bogarts on the market not trading Ivaldi. now apparently they were asking for the moon from Ivaldi. that's what the reporting was or for Ivaldi, I should say so if you're not moving on from any of those guys what the hell was the point of moving on from Vasquez one of those guys better be a freaking star because you basically said you weren't selling and by his actions he didn't sell so I'm sort of confused by what the hell Bloom's doing. He traded Vasquez for 28 and 29 in the Houston Astros organization. He must really like one of those two kids. And then he left everybody else here. So I just wonder this. And if this is the case, we have won. I think what happened is the combination of the fan base and the players all speaking out publicly against Bloom. Cora hinting at it on multiple occasions, referring to it as the last dance. Heim Bloom was pressured by the players and the fan base not to make a move. I truly believe it because we hear this. Oh, yeah, the Red Sox were asking for too much. They could have got a deal done with one of those guys if they wanted to. They could have gotten a deal done for J.D. Martinez if they wanted to. Or for a guy like Nathan Divaldi. They could have got pieces back for those guys. I believe that the players... Alex Cora and the pressure that was put on Heim Bloom prevented him from making a move. I truly believe that. Let's get to David in Florida to kick it off. What's up, David? Well, first of all, if
3: that's true about Bloom, then then he just needs to go because he's not there to placate the players. He's there to, to do his job. He's above them. That's uh, if that's true. Then then then, then that's another reason so why. Why, why he do has you to think go. he
1: didn't do it, David? Why do you think he didn't do it? I, I I agree with you and like anyone else says that he,
3: he he was afraid to make he was afraid to, 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 to take a stance whether it was to be buyers or sellers so he tried to walk walk a thin line right down the middle and, and in, in, in essence he did not he did next to nothing I mean Homer uh, Hosner whatever the heck his name is is a is a very good very good first baseman but but next
1: to that he did nothing and and I don't like it. And I got one quick thing about Cora, So what too. did you want, though, David? Tonight, Do you, hold on. Did you want him to add? No, I would have sold. I would oh, have you to wanted seller. to sell. All right, right. You wanted to rebuild. Yeah, okay. This, yeah, this team is still not going to go. Uh,
3: they'll be lucky to make the playoffs. And, I mean, plain fact, Cora tonight uh, on the post game, he says they play good defense. I mean, Duran had that error, and then there was that drop, that drop, pop, fly, foul ball. Yeah, by, the Puecki-Dollback uh, thing. Yeah, and then there was a double play that in turn. Pitching did a wonderful job tonight, and pitching bailed out the defense.
1: Yeah, I don't so, think the defense uh, was great tonight. I know he said that. I'm no, with you. I don't think the defense was great tonight. Yeah, I do think that Rafael Devers made a couple of great plays out there, though, David. You would acknowledge that.
3: Yeah, Rafael the Bambino. Yeah, he saved the day today. So hopefully, yeah, I mean, he did. And I, and I will say it too. There, was a, there were a couple of ground balls that he played very well, too. So. Again, maybe he maybe maybe you know if he can play consistent defense, we know his offense is going to be there for the rest of the season. But if he can play consistent defense, then then maybe it'll work out. Hopefully All right, David,
1: it appreciate it, my friend. His line's open if you want to grab it at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I truly believe that Heim Bloom was pressured not to make a move. All these guys coming out say, we want another chance. We want another chance. And he got his little piece of it, trading away Vasquez for a couple of guys that hit for power at the minor league level in terms of the, out of the Houston Astros organization. I believe the Red Sox did this to him and I love it. I believe they pressured him so bad. All the crap coming out about Bloom and the organization and Buster Olney's reporting yesterday about guys are pissed off. The quote coming from Pete Abraham that they feel like Bloom is more interested in 2024 than he is right now. All that was pressure on Bloom not to make a move, and I think that he bought into it. I think he caved. I truly believe that Bloom caved to the pressure. Let's get to Andrew in Sudbury. Hey, Andrew.
2: What's up, Brian? Um, hurts my soul a little bit seeing Vaskin in Astros' uniform. Yeah. I'm hoping we can re-sign him in the offseason. But anyway, another excellent outing from Crawford. The dude continues to show up and help the team. Um, I'm not a huge Bloom guy, but I got to give him credit though he improved first base by getting Hosmer, which was an absolute steal, and getting another outfielder in um in Sam, and he did this all while strengthening the farm system and uh question for you with uh, big Fudge only throwing sixteen pitches, do you think he opens tomorrow and uh, Bayo goes after?
1: Oh, I didn't even think of that. I guess maybe he could. Yeah, he he probably could. He didn't pitch last night, did he? No, he didn't pitch last night. Yeah, I guess he could, Andrew.
2: Yeah, and I uh, checked the spray charts on Reese McGuire. He likes to pull
1: it. Okay, I'd just like him to make some contact, Andrew. <laughs> he likes to pull it. I just got that. Sorry, <laughs> All right, that was good. All right, man. Have a good night. <laughs> I just I didn't get that at first. <laughs> he likes to pull. Yeah, this guy was caught in his car jerking it. I mean, I'm not kidding. Look it up. There's an arrest video. Unreal. The two guys that the Red Sox picked up. He had that issue, and Tommy Pham slapped. Jock Peterson in the face over fantasy football and it was caught on camera. He was mad about like stashing guys on the injured list or something. I still get, that was a good line by Andrew. Tommy, I mean, Maurice McGuire likes to pull it. <laughs> Let's get to Phil. He's in New Bedford. Phil, I don't I follow that, Brian. I don't. I don't know. I didn't get it at first. I'm like, oh crap. Yeah, I I, I did too, brief
2: brief Oh no, 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 no. It wasn't a sticky situation though. No.
1: That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah, it was. You know, um, you and I. Yeah, I don't think the guys would be shaking his hand tomorrow. I'll say that. (laughs) There you go.
2: Ever since April, you and I talked about the disrespect. He showed Bogey endeavors and turned the effect on the team. The two things he didn't do in this is he didn't make any major grabs. He did not address the bullpen. Nope. Just to carry over from last year. Right. So hopefully they can at least be competitive from now to the end. And this is going to be strange, but for Remdog Nation, we need to be pulling for the Yankees every time they play Toronto, Baltimore, or Tampa Bay so we can I know, it's weird farther in the slots.
1: It's weird. And you know what, Phil? It does behoove the Yankees to keep winning too because they entered the night three ahead of Houston. Now, obviously – they lost, I said, it's going to stay the same. The Yankees lost tonight. So the Yankees are going to have to keep yeah. playing, and they're going to have to keep putting their horses out there because they don't want to go to Houston for a Game 7. They want to make sure if they get the ALCS absolutely. at home, absolutely. They or I should say, if they get to the ALCS, they want that thing at home. They certainly want that thing at home. So, yeah, it is going to be weird. We are going to have to pull for and the this Yankees. last
2: six years, this um, continual, um, not, not like the Yankees, but this stuff with us in Houston, it's great for baseball and for us.
1: I agree. And now you get Vasquez going on to Absolutely. the other side. I'm with you, man. I love the little back and forth between the Red Sox and the Astros. Of course, the Red Sox won in 18. The Astros beat them in 17, and they won their World Series, although it was kind of a tainted World Series, of course. And then of and last Magic year.
2: backed up to Vince Scully and, and his legacy and his friends and family. Have a go on, my friend. God sure thing.
1: Thanks for the call, Phil. Yeah, sad news today. Vin Scully passed away at the age of 94. Obviously an icon, a legend. And now getting back to this, I mean, huge couple of days in sports. Think about it. Bill Russell passed away over the weekend, and you had Vin Scully passing away today. Absolute icons. Bill Russell, of course, meant so much to the community in so many different ways, meant so much to the NBA. And then Vin Scully, he's the voice of Major League Baseball. I did want to get to the Hosmer thing real quickly here. So, Hosmer is interesting. He's not having a great season. He doesn't strike out at all. Just a 14.9% strikeout rate. That ranks 32nd of 152 hitters. Only Alex Verdugo strikes out less often on this Red Sox team. But he's hitting for zero power. 119 isolated slugging percentage. Or isolated power, I should say. It's just you subtract the slugging percentage with the Average to see how often you're hitting for extra bases. That 119 ISO is 119th out of 152. That is atrocious. 391 slugging, that's 106 out of 152. And he's not making a lot of loud contact. 39.1%, that is 94th. Here is the other thing about Hosmer. Nothing he hits is in the air. Launch angle is 2.6 degrees. That's 152nd out of 152. So last, he has the highest ground ball rate in all of Major League Baseball at 58.4%. Now, he is hitting lefties at 330, just 249 against righties, so he is a super reverse splits guy. You rarely see that for a hitter. Once in a while, you see that for a pitcher, depending on what his stuff is, right? Like if a guy's got a nasty curveball, it may be better on lefties, but this is very rare. You see something along these lines, but he's minus one defensive run saved at first base this season, but compare that to the guys that are playing right now, and he has been a really good first baseman in the past. Franchi's at minus three in 316 innings, and Dalback is minus five. So both these guys have been liabilities from a defensive perspective. So at least you finally have. Now, I would have addressed this in the offseason. I would have liked to see a bigger name here. But now Hosmer's a big name. It's just he's an older player at this particular point in time. But I would have liked to see something better than this. But at least they got a legitimate bona fide first baseman that can play every day. Now, Dahlbeck's going to get his opportunities as well. Dahlbeck's now hitting five of his last seven. Remember last year, he got hit after the—he got hut rather, after the trading deadline when they brought in some competition, so to speak, at a guy like Kyle Schwarber. But now you have somebody you can play there every day, which is definitely a positive thing. But my overwhelming thought on today is Bloom didn't have the balls to trade away the players— That's my takeaway from everything that happened today. He did not have the balls to disrupt the clubhouse. He felt the pressure from Alex Cora. He felt the pressure from the players.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.